Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocked big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book, The Vanquished, Why the First World War Failed to End. Those of you who are familiar with world history know that World War I concluded at the end of 1918, and the full-scale outbreak of World War II took place a mere 20 years later in 1939. How did the fallout of the first lead to the eruption of the second? The author, Robert Jerworth, argues that the end of World War I failed to bring about lasting peace. After the First World War, new regimes and wars sprung up throughout Central and Eastern Europe. Conflicts arose amidst the turbulent political environment between nation-states and competing ideologies of the time. Radical fascist ideas found fertile ground that soon permeated throughout Europe. As a German, Jerworth is well-versed in German history. He is keenly aware of the suffering and harsh sanctions imposed on the defeated states after the conclusion of World War I. Rather than ensuring peace, these severe sanctions compounded the turmoil, stirred up national sentiment for revenge, and gave root to extreme ideologies such as fascism and Nazism. This cocktail of volatile elements ultimately accelerated the outbreak of World War II. The Vanquished gives us a glimpse of the turbulent history of Europe between the two world wars and analyzes the legacy of the First World War. It helps us to perceive with the benefit of hindsight, the problems of the world today. Next, we will explain the major points of this book in three parts. Part 1, The End of World War I. Part 2, The Escalation of Revolution and Violence. Part 3, The Treaty of Versailles Fails to Bring Peace. Part 1, The End of World War I. On July 28, 1914, the Austro-Hungarian Empire declared war on the Kingdom of Serbia, leading to the outbreak of World War I. Roughly three and a half years later, on November 11, 1918, Germany signed an armistice to end the First World War. The first camp in this war were the Allied powers, consisting of Russia, the United States, France, Britain, and Italy. The second was the Central Powers, composed of Germany, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, the Ottoman Empire, and Bulgaria. The events that hastened the conclusion of World War I were primarily the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia, and the defeat of the Central Powers spearheaded by Germany. The conditions of the participating countries in World War I were varied. Having been riddled with conflicts between different factions, the case in Russia was especially complex. Although serfdom had been abolished in Russia prior to the war, the Russian nobility still owned a vast amount of land. Poor peasants flocked to the cities in droves to become industrial workers on survival wages, but they were paid a pittance, and lived in a harsh environment plagued by rampant inflation. With the burgeoning inequality in Russia, social tensions escalated rapidly. As a result, general strikes and violent clashes were commonplace. The brief Russian victory at the beginning of World War I aroused a strong patriotic fervor which temporarily masked the political and social crises at home. However, this wave of patriotism came and went in quick fashion. Russia was forced to withdraw its troops from the front lines after consecutive defeats to German forces in 1914 and 1915. The defeat of Russia in the war, coupled with mounting domestic frustrations, plunged the country into new levels of turmoil. War weariness became widespread among the soldiers, while textile and metal industries staged general strikes. 
In addition, Russia's agricultural base had suffered from the outset. Under wartime conditions, peasants were conscripted en masse, creating a lack of manpower in the fields to cultivate the land. This resulted in widespread food shortages. According to records, after 1916, the population of large Russian cities lived under the constant specter of starvation. This combination of internal and external strife exacerbated tensions within Russian society. Ultimately, it culminated in revolution in the spring of 1917, what is referred to as the famous February Revolution in Russian history. During the revolution, the Tsarist regime was overthrown, and the remaining members of the parliament formed the provisional government. Just as the provisional government was established, local Soviets also emerged. Soviet is the Russian term for council, mainly attended by workers and peasants. Among the executive board members of some local Soviets, or councils, a pivotal force named the Bolshevik Party rose up, as a proletarian party founded by Vladimir Lenin. Later on, following the establishment of Soviet Russia, the Bolshevik Party rebranded itself as the Communist Party. In the early days, Lenin played an active role in revolutionary movements within Russia. For his efforts, he was arrested, imprisoned, and later banished. While exiled in Western Europe, Lenin continued his revolutionary activities, during which time he founded the Bolshevik Party. After the February Revolution of 1917, Lenin, now living in Zurich, Switzerland, was keenly aware that he had to return to his country with haste. But to journey across the war-torn European continent back to Russia, he would first have to gain the support of Germany. Fortunately, the Germans gave Lenin a helping hand. But their assistance was not entirely altruistic, they had their own agenda. In order to weaken the military strength of the Allies, Germany had been covertly supporting various grassroots revolutionary movements within these countries. It funded and encouraged the Republican Party in Ireland, along with jihadists in both France and Britain. It also dispatched Muslim prisoners of war to Mesopotamia and Persia to spread jihad. The most notable of these was in assisting Lenin's return to Russia, thereby kickstarting the Bolshevik Revolution. After Lenin returned to Russia via German assistance, he launched the famous October Revolution on October 25 to 26 of that year. The Bolsheviks occupied important fortified points in Petrograd, the capital of Russia at the time, and toppled the provisional government. The very next day Lenin issued a proclamation to the citizens of Russia, declaring the revolution's great victory. But the Bolsheviks' control over Russia was tenuous, as there were many anti-Bolshevik forces throughout the country. In order to comply with public demand for withdrawal from the war, and to focus on consolidating the newly established Soviet regime, Lenin signed an armistice with the Central Powers and announced his Russia's withdrawal from the First World War. After the armistice between Russia and the Central Powers came into effect, Lenin sent delegates to hold a peace conference with German forces at the fortress city of Brest-Litovsk. The meeting laid bare the ambitions of the Central Powers. Germany and its allies sought to carve up the spoils of war from Russia and intended to extricate nation-states, such as Ukraine, Poland, and Lithuania from Russia's Western Hemisphere. This would provide a German axis of control over these fledgling nations and a valuable supply chain for the Central Powers' ongoing war campaigns. To consolidate the gains of the October Revolution, Lenin was inclined to sign the agreement at all costs, but the Russian delegate Leon Trotsky was firmly opposed to it. 
The Central Powers resorted to force to bring Russia to its knees. Germany and Austria-Hungary dispatched 1 million troops to occupy Latvia, Livonia, Estonia, Belarus and other areas by February 1918. Faced with this grim situation, Lenin's opinion prevailed, and Russia signed the Treaty of Brest-Litovsk. Under the treaty, Finland, Russian Poland, Lithuania, Ukraine, and Courland became newly independent countries. Russia lost 1.6 million square kilometers of land, 73% of its iron ore mines, and 89% of its coal mines. Its major industrial areas and one-third of its pre-war population had also perished. Russia thus became the first nation to be conquered during World War I. Meanwhile, the fresh independence of these burgeoning nation-states set the stage for future ethnic conflicts and border disputes. Although the Bolshevik Revolution in Russia provided a favorable outlook in the eyes of the leaders of the Central Powers, the citizens and soldiers in these countries were both jaded and war-weary, and general strikes occurred with regularity. Top military commanders were acutely aware that a victory had to be achieved quickly, and any further delays would invite unwelcome complications down the line. Nonetheless, wishes ran contrary to reality. For the Central Powers, not only did the war situation fail to improve, it became exacerbated. In the spring of 1918, the spring offensive launched by Germany's senior military strategist, Quartermaster General Erich Ludendorff, suffered a loss of 240,000 soldiers, a Pyrrhic victory in light of what it accomplished. Meanwhile, British forces were also under attack, but held on to key footholds, thus most of their losses were quickly replenished. The Germans waged war on nine more Allied divisions under extreme exhaustion, but each successive effort failed. At the same time, the Spanish flu pandemic ravaged more than a million German soldiers in barely two months. By comparison, only 50,000 British troops contracted the disease. This wreaked havoc on the Central Powers. Additionally, the French initiated the Second Battle of the Marne, and the British launched an offensive outside Amiens. Caught between multiple battlefronts, Ludendorff reported to the Kaiser and suggested suing for peace through negotiation. The Central Powers' allies were also on their last legs. Bulgaria became the first German ally to officially withdraw from the war when it signed an armistice with the Allied Powers in September 1918. In October, the Ottoman Empire signed the Armistice of Mudros, marking a retreat from World War I and the twilight of the longest-running empire in history. By early November, Germany was the only central power that remained in the fight, but Ludendorff believed that Germany's defeat was unavoidably imminent. While the Kaiser and military headquarters were bickering over whether to sign a peace agreement, scarcity of supplies, industrial workers' strikes, and soldiers' discontent sparked the German Revolution. Finally, on November 9, the old regime was overwhelmed. In Berlin, the councils elected the provisional government of the German Republic. On November 11, Germany signed an armistice. The First World War was officially over. That concludes the first part of our bookie. Russia withdrew from World War I after the victory of the Bolshevik Revolution. After multiple defeats in the war, the Central Powers signed armistice agreements one after another with the Allied Powers. Germany had no choice but to sign the armistice, eventually bringing the First World War to its end. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller please download our app. 
Just search for B-O-O-K-E-Y at Apple Store or Google Play. Get your free mind snack now.